Hello and welcome, welcome everyone to Podcasting for Christ. I'm Evangelist Stacy Gibson with He's Got the Whole World in His Hands Ministry. Thank you for tuning in tonight and on tonight's episode I'm going to be looking at free. Yes, we like free, don't we? <laughs> you know, salvation is free. It didn't cost us anything, but it cost Christ everything. It cost Him His life. But I'm not going to be looking at free salvation tonight. I'm going to be looking at how we can live free because of salvation, because of what because of what Christ has done for us on the cross of Calvary. So I hope you enjoy tonight's episode of Free. Thank you and God bless. Well, I'm happy, happy, happy and delighted to be here tonight. And boy, I tell you what, I just got great confirmation. I'm going to be talking about dry bones. <laughs> Almost changed it though. I said, man, because I remember Brother Mike Deering preaching about dry bones when I was a little kid when we used to meet out back at the house in a little barn. And I tell you what, that was one of my favorite messages because the way he brought that out and the way he just he just excited everybody in the place about uh, those dry bones coming to life. A great experience. Hey man, I'm glad to be here tonight. I'm sitting here looking at blank pages, but I forgot all that blank is that finished one. But uh, hey man, uh, I, I tried to set you up a little bit. It's good being song leader, and you can you know what you're going to speak on because uh, I, I wanted to give you wonderful words of life tonight. I also wanted to let you know that you got victory in Jesus. And I also wanted to let you know that Jesus is the one that sets you free. Uh, thank you, Pastor Eddie, for opening up your pulpit. I, I do. I like to speak as much as I can, and I, I can honestly say I've been doing a lot of podcasting, I've been doing a lot of teaching and stuff like that. It's been a minute since I've stood in the pulpit, and I don't know what it is, but every time I get up I get up here, I get a little nervous. I don't know. And it's such a big crowd in here tonight, it kind of bothers me too. Can y'all hear me in the back? Okay. But amen. Now I'm going to talk on a subject tonight called free. You'll turn in your Bibles to John chapter 8, verse 32. Everybody there say amen. Yep, three of you there. Wait for the thousands to get there. Alright, praise the Lord. John 8.32 is a very simple text and it says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Dear Lord, I love you and I thank you, Father, dear God, for this opportunity that you've given me. But dear God, I can do nothing, absolutely nothing, and I can make no uh, no zeal. I can't, I can't work up anything, Father, dear God, without the Holy Spirit. I need you now, if just for a moment, Father, dear God, to please help me to make a difference. Help me, Father, dear God, to, to use me in a mighty way, dear God, just to speak Your words, Father, dear God. And I'll give You all the praise, dear God. I'll give You all the honor. I'll give You all the glory tonight, Father, dear God. And dear God, if there's someone in here that's lost, if there's someone that might be listening that's lost, I pray for salvation to be given tonight, Father, dear Lord. I pray for restoration for that backslider. And I pray for encouragement for the, all the believers that are on fire for You, Father, dear God. I thank you for the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross, and I thank you tonight 
and me being free. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. How many of y'all like sermonettes? About 15 minute sermons. Anybody? <laughs> Might get home early tonight, right? How many of you like those long sermons that take about an hour and a half? Amen. Guess what you're going to get tonight? Whatever the Lord gives me. <laughs> might be 10, 15 minutes. It might be 20 minutes. I might just go on until Pastor Ace says. <laughs> I always think, uh, when I'm preparing, I always think, this is going to take me 10 minutes and I'll be done. What am I going to do the rest of the time? But I can't tell you how many times I've said that and I've gotten up here and 40 minutes later, Connie's looking at me going, Amen. But let me just tell you, how many of you like to be free? We live in a free country. You're not I love the land of the free. You're home of the brave, right? It says, what I want to give you tonight is free. What I want to let you know tonight is that you are free. But I also want you to understand John 8, 32 says, and you shall know. I want you to know tonight, if you don't already know, that you are free. And what will make you free is the truth. And I want you to know what truth is tonight. So that's my first question. i got a lot of questions I'm going to ask tonight. Feel free to answer any that you want. So what is truth? John 18.38, Pilate said to him, What is truth? Pilate was speaking to Jesus and truth was standing right in front of him. John 14, 6, Jesus saith to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. He was talking to Thomas there. I tell you, truth is, is hardly found today. All you got to do is cut your TV on. Just go home and watch your, even your local news. Guess what you'll find? Not truth. We live in a world that's full of lies. I can't even read a newspaper article. I can't read an article in a magazine. I can't watch TV. I can't look at social media. I can't do anything without doubting what they're saying. Even if it's on my side and a part of what I agree with, I still have doubts. And I've said this many a time, and the only truth that I've noticed today is found right here in these pages. It's the only truth that I'm going to cling to. It's the only truth that we have as Christians that we can count on, that we can take it to the bank and know for sure that this is our truth. I tell you, truth is John 3.16. Truth is what God, when He gave His Son, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That is truth found in God's Word. Truth is all the way from Genesis to the Garden of Eden all the way to Revelation when John speaks of the revelation right, of Christ. And truth is all in between. Truth is this cross. I'm glad to know that I'm a member of this church and this church. Amen. Glory hallelujah stands for truth. We don't try to sugarcoat things here. We don't try to tickle ears here. We don't try to make you feel good. We just give you truth. And truth. Thank you, Pastor Eddie, for giving us truth every week. And the truth be told, 
You need to be praying for your pastor that he will continue to give you truth, that he will continue to get you, give you what you need. And if you're not praying for your pastor on a daily basis, then you've got nothing to come in here and complain about. That's truth. Truth is John 19.30. It is finished when Jesus died. When Jesus therefore had received the excuse me, when Jesus had therefore had received the vinegar, he said, "It is finished." And he bowed his head and he gave up the ghost. That's the truth. <clears throat> truth is an empty tomb. I've already said truth is this empty cross. By the way, I always like saying an empty cross, an empty tomb. But truth is an empty tomb. John twenty nine says, "For as yet they know not the Scripture." that He must rise again from the dead. Truth is that Jesus is alive. Truth is that Jesus died. Jesus was crucified. Jesus was put in the grave. and But Jesus is risen. That's truth. Your truth may not be the same truth for me, but these truths I've given you are truth for all of us. And I'm going to give you some of my truth tonight. My truth may not be the same truth for you, but you can relate to it. Because you may not have the same struggles that I have. Your struggles may be different, but it's still truth for me. My truth is that I've let God down so many times. My truth is that I've spit on the cross at times. My truth is, and this is since I've been saved, my truth is, is that I've done God wrong. My truth is that I'm slothful and lazy at times. My truth is that I always don't share the gospel truth like I need to. My truth is that I disappoint God. My truth is that if you knew some of my truth, you might not even let me in this church. But my truth is I'm forgiven. My truth is God doesn't see my sin anymore. He sees the blood. My truth is tonight that, that it's God's mercy and God's grace. And I can't tell you how much God's grace and His mercy means to me because I know no matter how many times I let God down, He's never let me down. Never! He didn't let Peter down. Peter denied Him three times. Yet on the day of Pentecost, God showed up. 3,000 souls got saved thanks to Peter's preaching. It wasn't Peter, it was God. It was the Holy Spirit. That's why I tell you, I can do nothing. I can make no effect. I can't, I can't accomplish anything without the Holy Spirit's help. I'm going to give the Holy Spirit praise, honor, and glory. And know that my truth is that God inhabits the praise of His people. That we need to be in here each service and we need to be praising God, expecting a blessing, expecting God to show up, expecting God to speak to us. What have you done? What is your truth tonight? Is your truth that you'd rather watch TV than read God's Word? Is your truth tonight that you'd rather stay on Facebook than get in His book? Is your truth tonight that you'd rather do anything rather than get on your knees and pray to this holy God that we serve? Truth is, you're not going to draw closer to Him by not. You want to draw nigh to God? You want Him to draw nigh to you? It takes you getting on your knees. It takes you getting in God's Word. It takes you sacrificing time. It takes you getting alone in your prayer closet. 
It takes you praying without ceasing. That means every every opportunity you get, pray. Not only that, but it means just keep praying even until even though your prayers aren't being answered. Keep praying, keep pushing, pray until something happens. It may take years. What is your truth tonight? I gave you a few examples of my truth, and you may not have those same truths, but what I, I can guarantee you this, we all disappoint God, do we not? I can tell you this, we all fall short. We all could do more. We're living in days where I thought I've never seen things happen. I never thought a while back that we'd see the church doors closed. But yet, instead of being on fire for God and looking for His coming, we're just content and happy sitting on the pew doing nothing for God. That's truth. Is that your truth tonight? Is your truth tonight that you're that you really want to hang your head down just a little bit in shame because you know that you're not doing all that you can for this Lord and Savior who did everything for us? When Brother Rusty sat that empty chair up here that one time, he said, how can you say no to this man? Boy, that stuck with me. And I'm telling you right now, my truth is, that I'm saved and I'm bought with the precious blood and I'm glad I didn't say no to that man, but I don't need to say, I'm glad I'm saved, but I don't need to say no to him every day like some of us do. Like me. Knowing we should get up. God will wake you up at early in the morning, but yet you'll roll over and go back to sleep. God woke you up for a reason. He probably wants you to talk to him. Can't tell you how many blessings I've got just by getting up out of the bed and start my day on my knees. Start my day out right. Spending some good quality time with God. And then listening. Listening. Don't just pray. Dear God, I need You to be with me today. Dear God, I want You to help me today. Dear God, You know I've got a big day, a busy day ahead of me. Thank You, God. Thank You. See You later. How about let's pray to God. Realize who He is. Realize He's a holy God. And how about let's pray to God and let's stop after we get through praying. Let's say, God, I know you got something to say. I guarantee you, He'll speak to you every time. Sometimes He just, just small, still voice will speak to you and tell you to go to a scripture somewhere. Sometimes it's in my morning devotion. I got, I love those too. Don't, don't, don't just say that your Bible's everything and it is. Don't get me wrong. That's true. But sometimes a good devotion sometimes will get you on the right track and God will speak to you. Do that and then it will take you to God's Word. That's a good devotion will have God's Word in it. Because sometimes we're not good listeners, are we? Right, Sister Cutting? Sometimes we're not good listeners. The truth be told, we can be a lot better listeners. And we just need to take time and listen to God and I guarantee you if you do, You'll get excited about him speaking to you. I can't tell you, boy, I like get the holy goosebumps. I get and I come and tell Connie. I'm real good to share. I like sharing. You ain't gonna believe it. God just spoke to me, and this is what he said. That's how excited we should be. Because the God of all creation. I don't care if you get the biggest telescope in the world, the most the magnified, the one that can see out as far as the stars will go. Let me tell you something. You can't see nothing that God didn't create. But yet He likes you with just a little speck of dirt compared to this big, massive universe. But God loves you. That's true. God gave His Son for you. That's true. And God wants a relationship with you more than anything else. And that's true. How many of you have good relationships with your spouse and with your children? 
How many would do anything for your children? You'd bend over backwards to help them. You'd do anything for your spouse. You've been with them for years now. You know them inside and out. You know their weaknesses and everything. But boy, when they need you, you want to be there for them. It's about building that relationship. God is no different. He wants that relationship with you. He desires a relationship. He delights when we get on our knees. He wants to hear from us. He delights in answering our prayers. He wants, to, he wants us to come to Him first. He wants us to have that relationship. He wants to build it. He wants to speak. We need to listen. He wants you to know His Word and get in it. I think of my grandkids and how that I have. I love my son and I'd do anything for him. There's nothing he could do to make me stop loving him. That's true. But my grandkids got me wrapped around their fingers. And I'm not making good, wise decisions with them. They ask for something, I just got to give it. That's the truth. But I feel like a loving God. He wants to give us what's best. He wants to give us everything. Like I want to give my grandson everything. Oh, is that what you want? Yeah, let's get it. Oh, you want this too? Let's get it. Do we not know that that's the God will get excited just like we get excited about giving gifts? But God's a little bit more strict. No, we don't think that just now. Just hold on. Something better later. We have to know that. But see, I'm quick to just want to give up everything right now. Sister Connie is good correcting me. You know, Christmas is tomorrow. Why are you buying all this stuff today? Well, I can't help it. He's with us. <laughs> the truth is that God loves us just as much as we love our kids. He loves us even more. It's that agape love that we talked about this morning. If, you love, if, I, if I can relate and understand how much I love my kids and how much I love my family, and I ought to be able to get at least a little glimpse of just how much God loves me and just how much God wants to do for me. He wants what's best for me. And if I'll just listen to Him and obey Him and trust Him, He'll give me the desires of my heart and I'll delight in Him. Psalms 37. And ye shall know the truth. I haven't given you everything. Good, you want to see? But I'm giving you enough truth right now that ye know the truth. I can give you the gospel in a nutshell, John 3 16, like I said a while ago. That's probably the only truth you really need to know. Is that God died on the cross for your sins. He shed his blood for you. And that cross is empty. That tomb is empty. And he loves us and he wants us to come to him. So I'm giving you the truth. So now you know the truth. Pastor Eddie's giving you truth. You find truth every time you crack open your Bible. So I'm giving you the truth. So now and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So what makes us free now? It's simple. I just gave it to you. Truth. <laughs> it says it right there. The truth shall make you free. What makes you free? All the truths that I just told you. And you know what? Even the bad things I told you about I'm guilty of, it still makes me free because once I admit and once I repent, I'm free from that. And I thank God tonight that the truth is that I am covered in the blood. 
And then when God looks at me, He doesn't see my sin. He's true. What makes you free? These truths will make you free. i got several questions I'm going to ask you here now. What if you could say that you have never sinned? Wouldn't that be awesome? What if you just say, you know what, I ain't never sinned. I've just been a perfect angel all my life. Sister Connie will tell you. I've just been perfect. What if you could say you've never sinned? What if you were not guilty at all of any sin? What if you could say that you've never broken any of God's laws? Well, that'd be something, wouldn't it? What you say? Wait, wait. I ain't never, not me. I know you have, but not me. I'm not broken, not one of his laws. Can the guiltless be punished? I think of one man that has never sinned, and one man, how crazy this is, how crazy this is that one man who never sinned was charged and is guilty. And all our sin was laid upon him. Thank you, Jesus. Can the guiltless be punished? Yes, Jesus was punished for our sins. And I can say right now that I have sinned. I'll answer these questions for you. If I was guilty of any sin, yes, I am. And can I say that I've never broken any of God's law, Paul? Uh, we made it clear uh, that if you've broken one up, you've broken all His commandments, right? But, uh, but I'm guilty. I've broken God's laws. If you've never sinned, are you justified? Well, we've all sinned and there's only one that didn't sin. And He's the one that made the justification possible. Spurgeon said this, Once there was fear of hell upon thee, but thou hast no fear of it now. <laughs> For how can there be punishment for the guiltless? He who believeth is not condemned and cannot be punished. And more than all, these the privileges thou mightest have enjoyed if thou hadst never sinned are thine now because thou art justified. I ask you these questions because it doesn't matter how bad you've treated God. It doesn't matter how bad you've let Him down. It doesn't matter what you do. You can spit on the cross if you want to. There's nothing you can do to make God love you anymore. There's nothing you can do to make God love you any less. And when you're covered under His blood, you are justified. And it's just as if you never sinned. It's just as if you've never broken any of His laws. And you're free. And that's the truth. So why don't we live like it? Why don't we act like we're free? Thank you, Spurgeon. I watched a special on him the other night. That was awesome. I had no idea this guy was probably the world's most famous preacher of his time, and he drew crowds that were just unbelievable. That's another day. In Christ. In Christ. That's my truth. My truth tonight is that, is this, that He's in me. My truth tonight is, and something I've realized here recently and has really helped me to catapult my my whole way of thinking is that I'm in Him. 
We always say Christ is in me. His Holy Spirit is, is coming and set up residency in my heart once I come down this altar and got saved. But let me tell you, the good news is that I'm in Him and He's seated up in heavenly places and that's what Paul said. And I know now that I realize that all i got to do is pray and all i got to do is, is tell God and tell the Spirit, remind me today that I'm already seated in heavenly places and when He does, it makes me feel good. I'm already there. I'm in Him and He's in me. Jesus, that, and that's true. I've got to throw that in there. And that's free. That makes you free. Jesus is the only one. I'm going to give you, I'm giving you truth. I think I should have titled this truth and free. I'm giving you a lot of truth, but it's the truth that makes us free. I want to understand that. But Jesus was the only one, the only one that could satisfy God's wrath. Bullocks, they couldn't do it. Turtle dove couldn't do it. Anything you could sacrifice, whatever you wanted to. I don't care how perfect and spotless it was, it's the best weapon we got. But sacrifice this lamb, it doesn't matter. The only lamb that, that satisfied God's wrath was Jesus Christ. And that's true. And when you know that and accept that by faith, it'll set you free. It'll make you free. We are free because of the blood. We are free because of the cross. We are free because of Jesus dying on that cross. We are free because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We are free because Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. We are free because Jesus was obedient unto death. We are free because Jesus was perfect in all merits that were added to our account. See, I'm the guilty one. I'm the one that should have been nailed to a cross for my sin. We are free because Jesus has paid in full a debt that I owed but could never pay. I'm free tonight because of that. So if we have never sinned at all, we're not guilty of any charges, are we? Even though we've sinned, we're not guilty. Why? Because of the blood. The blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah, we've all failed God. We all need to repent daily. But we need to act like we're free. We need to know that we're forgiven. We need to know that we can press forward and be free because we are covered in the blood. And know our standing with Christ and our standing with God. In reality, we have never broken God's law. We are, just, we are justified. Therefore, the verdict is in. We are not guilty. Amen. Case dismissed, right? I'm not guilty. Because of Christ. Nothing I've done. I'm not guilty and I will not be punished. I will not be cast into hell. Thank God for that. That ought to get you a little bit of hallelujah going on. There's nothing I can do to get thrown into that evil, wicked place that's not meant for me. And I don't want no one to go there. I'm declared not guilty. I've stood before a lot of judges in my life and I've had a lot of them throw the gavel down on me. A lot of them have said guilty is charged. I've pled for mercy many a times, but there ain't nothing like the mercy that I pled for when I asked Jesus to come into my heart. And, and now, I'm not guilty any longer. And I will hear that verdict one day that will say, you know, Satan's going to be that accuser. He's going to try to tell God everything.
claim, but I've got the best advocate ever that's going to stand up and say, not guilty, covered under the blood. Thank you, case dismissed. Doesn't matter what I've done. But you know what? That ought to make you want to do more for God. That ought to make you want to get on fire for God. That ought to make you want to just live this free life to the best of our capabilities. Romans 5. Let's turn there. Romans chapter 5. I'm going to look at a few things here. Therefore, being justified by faith, that's the truth, that'll set you free. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's that wrath that was satisfied for what Jesus had done on the cross. By whom we all, by whom also we have access by faith into His grace. Oh, let that sink in. We have access to the Father. I love the fact that the veil's been ripped and that I that you know that I now have access to my high priest. I can come to him anytime 24-7. He's never busy. He's not, there's never a long line to get to him. By faith and to his grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. Hey, well, you're free. No matter what happens to you, don't we know that God's allowed that to happen? Don't we know that God's trying to grow us and spiritually mature? And don't we know that, that Jesus was persecuted? We're going to be persecuted. Don't you know the more you do for Christ, the more Satan is going to be on you? That you need to count on it, expect it, and be an overcomer. Also, knowing that tribulations work in patience, and though we don't never want patience, do we? And patience, experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you for being on me. Thank you for being a part of me. Thank you for helping me. The Holy Ghost should be a big, big part of our daily walks. We need to walk in the Spirit, not fulfill the lust of this flesh. And when we're walking in the Spirit, when we're being sensitive to the Holy Spirit's promptings, and we're obeying God, we can be free on a daily basis. For when we were yet without strength, well, how many times does that happen, right? In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man, one will die, but yet for adventure. For a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commanded His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. God's wrath could come down on all of us I'm very well deserving of God's wrath. I deserve to be in hell tonight, truth be told, for the things I've done. I deserve tonight to be probably in a hospital somewhere. I probably deserve to be homeless. I probably deserve to be in some mental institution. I thought I'd get a lot of Were y'all with me? Did I repeat that one? <laughs> Die on the cross for me. And by His grace, all those things I deserve are wiped away. You're going to give me heaven above. 
point that I might just love this Lord to death? Should I just not live for Him every waking moment that I can? Much more being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. Thank you, Jesus. For it, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son. Much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. And that's true. And that will make you free. Because of what Jesus has done at the cross of Calvary, we are justified by the blood. We are redeemed. We are reconciled and set in perfectness by our Lord and Savior as one that has never, never done anything wrong, declared not guilty, and this truth sets you free. Hello, I want to thank each and every listener for listening to tonight's episode, and I hope you received a blessing, and I hope to see you next time. Thank you, and God bless. You've been listening to Podcasting for Christ.